Welcome back to the Life Recovery Podcast with me, Serena Hussein. And in this episode, I'm going to be giving you life advice because I turned 44. That's why I have that slightly shrieky voice, um, slightly excitable. But I just turned 44 and I have many things I've reflected on that I wanted to share over here on my podcast that I've had since 2016 that has gone through different phases, as have I. And here I am telling you what not to do in life and how there's notoriously bad life advice that we really shouldn't follow. So I'm going to start with a really big one. I don't know how many I'm going to get through today, but let's start with having a stable job, how you are told, encouraged all the time to have a really stable job and why this actually doesn't work. And so so let's get into into that. And uh, then let's see if I get um <laughs> if I get on to the next thing, but let's get on to this first. So I'm sure like me, you have heard from others or perhaps you've been the one to tell others to have a stable job. Make sure you focus on one thing at a time. And this is why it hasn't worked for me. Let me take a sip of my ginger tea that I've made myself, even though I've got this burden blend takeaway teacup. By the way, wherever you are listening to this episode, please do all the lovely things I'd really love you to do. And if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, etc, etc, please leave me a review. So, I have heard this so many times over the years. Oh, you are a jack of all trades. You should focus on one thing at a time. um, Fixate on something that's stable and you will do better for it. And I think the reason, if I was to be very real with myself, that perhaps I'm not where I want to be right now is because I've listened to very poor advice, which doesn't apply to me and the kind of person I am for whatever reason, whether you want to say I'm um, on uh, the spectrum, on some spectrum and I don't take uh, sort of special and complex needs diagnoses very lightly because as you may know my child my 11 year old and I'm an adoptive mum has special needs so I know myself I have very different learning abilities to other people. I was diagnosed quite young when I was actually at university, which isn't quite young actually, unfortunately. It was in my final year of university while studying political science. And uh, you may also say, okay, well, you know, I'm a creative and that's why I think this way. I've gone through different sort of modes and um, of life and morphed into different people that I thought I had to become and be and I have learned this. I've learned this. There is no such thing as a stable job. There really isn't, especially after the pandemic and lockdown and everything else. We know there is no such thing as a stable job. Anything can change. Somebody you rely on to pay you may not be able to pay you anymore. And there are all kinds of crises going on, a pension crisis or something could go awry. And the thing that you've been working so hard for for 20, 30 years now isn't what you thought it would be. Perhaps not the same sum of money that you were relying on. So I don't tend to have the state of mind where I am putting all my eggs in one basket and I don't want to rely on the one thing or the one person for everything. I just don't think it's smart thinking. I prefer to, and I have learnt to, allow myself to 
have multiple streams, multiple areas of focus because that's what works for me. They don't all have to be streams of income, but they're multiple areas of focus because I think that's how, you know, that's what works best for me. In fact, I thrive off of that. When I try and fit myself into just the one thing, I find I uh, suffer. Sometimes I stagnate or I get very frustrated and it becomes um, too much focus on one thing, almost uh, fixation. And that's not great for me. That really isn't great for me. So for instance, let's give some for instances. For instance, when I was uh, teaching dance and I was training and choreographing as a semi-professional, but I was teaching dance, I was also teaching yoga. I was also doing brand consulting because it worked. I was able to do copywriting and even some freelance journalism whilst I was doing these other things. All the periods of my life when I have felt that I'm not doing so well, perhaps not getting paid what I want, perhaps I'm not getting the jobs I want, perhaps something just isn't getting any lift off an idea I had and I've always been an entrepreneurial type of a person. The times that it hasn't worked is when I've been trying to fit myself into you know, square peg, round hole or whatever. I've been trying to do something which really doesn't work for me. You might think that this is because I'm a creative and I said this earlier. It's not just that. It's not just that. It's that we are all wired so differently. This isn't a case of us saying, oh, I'm a creative, so I will do this instead of that. No, it's just you. It's who you are. It's what works for you. And it's taken me a while to really embrace, really accept what works for me. And what works for me is just doing multiple things which really satisfy me, which I find so fulfilling and actually energize me made me feel super excited to wake up in the morning and get to it. I sound like a motivational um, advert, but it's true. It's crazy, but it's true because it really is. I am a morning person, but a quiet morning person. What that means is I love to wake up in the morning and just do my own thing. I don't really want to have a conversation with anybody. I want to get up in the morning, make my green tea, take my vitamins or vitamins if you're listening in America, And I would like to spend some time alone to watch something which is like a palate cleanser if you like, do some reading, some writing before I slowly get ready, before my daughter's up. I like to prep the the sort of day and I like to have that time in the morning and I am energized and focused and happy to be doing all of that even if it's 5am usually it's 6am or just a little bit before that if I know I'm getting to do all the things I really love I don't do the crazy planning of the week where this day is for this and that day is for that that doesn't work for me I've tried all those things really don't doesn't work for me what works for me is I know I have one or two or three things that absolutely must get done in the week and then there's a priority. Of course, priorities can't be plural. It's just the one thing that absolutely has to get done this week. This week, what absolutely has to get done is Cub starts new school and that must go as calmly and and seamlessly as possible. That comes first. Everything else will get done. But this week's priority is Cubs settling into secondary or high school um, if you're somewhere else and not in the UK. So for me, it's a case of me being able to think about separate things, multiple things, 
and yet still being able to focus. It's not that I'm spreading myself thin. Again, these are these things that we hear all the time. Don't spread yourself too thin. You're doing too much. You're doing too many things. It's different. It's different for everyone. For me, it's a must. I must be doing multiple things and it's okay if I'm not known for just doing the one thing. Um, I don't feel like we live in an era anymore where you need to focus all your energy on the one thing. If it works for you, great. If you are a writer and you spend all your time writing, fabulous. But I think we know and I know many writers who also do directing work who also do theater work it's not just the one thing that they do they may even dabble in design who knows but what I'm saying is do what works for you there is no such thing as just the one thing and if the one thing works for you that's great as well then there's the whole oh but you know this can be your main thing and then you have your hobbies ah I hate that it makes me feel really trapped it's like someone's trying to squeeze me into something that I'm not oh yes that's very nice darling you can keep those as hobbies that's awful are you seriously relegating my passions and my interests the things that actually not only give me joy but contribute to others in a really positive impactful way as hobbies please please let's not let's not do that so it's up to you how you want to frame what you do and who you are and what's super important to you and let everyone else do their definitions and labeling of it but really just you frame it in the best way don't frame something in a way that makes sense to others you make sense of it first because it's you it's you that's uh, my biggest one actually I'm just thinking how long I have got um perhaps I have another little one why did I get squeaky why am I getting squeaky it's because I am multitasking and I am doing many different things and as you know I and ours and as you know I create in stolen time so I'm trying to think of what else I can share before I leave um perhaps I'll do another one a part two aha I know there is one it's about comparing yourself to other people and I think that's tragic as we know comparison is the thief of anything positive I'm sure there's an exact um, word for this but um, I've butchered the quote but um yes comparing yourself to others but you see there's one where people uh tell you or you tell yourself are there others who are worse off than me and I think that's really not helpful to us or to anyone because what you're essentially doing is you're training yourself to only feel good when someone else is feeling bad Mm -hmm. you're training yourself to feel good because someone else is feeling bad rather than rather you should rather not avoid what's really going on with you don't you know you don't need to almost not deflect but get distracted from what you need to face and look at anyone else if you're struggling if there's something going on then it's up to you to get pragmatic about it to get uh I don't know like get into action so that you can figure it out rather than rather than sort of just accepting the status quo because your status quo is better than someone else's we really don't know what 
other people are going through obviously objectively speaking there are some things that we may need that we don't get um and others sort of and we all rely on it such as food and water um but let's still let let's perhaps just sort of do this <laughs> whenever we're feeling rubbish get some actually let's just do this like with our hands rather than pointing at someone else or pointing at ourselves let's kind of like get wide like get a wider perspective on things and then come back to ourselves let's not even think about anyone else let's not compare our situation either positive or negatively to somebody else because in the end you that means that you are only really going to be uh, thinking yourself in any way you're thinking about yourself is informed uh, once you think about how other people are doing completely completely destroyed that whole thought let's do a wheel up you're thinking about yourself is informed by how others are doing whether it's negative or positive that just doesn't make sense does it so I would perhaps try something different do the thing that I mentioned which is just sort of get a, a very wide lens and on your life rather than whew, you know focused all the way here and uh, take a walk <laughs> kind of get like a horizon view that really helps that really helps thank you so much for sticking through for this sort of motor mouth episode of the life recovery podcast i if you want to find more of me i have a youtube channel it's called my name serena hussein and also a new venture called manipulate media where i provide comment and analysis on people who get cancelled and who essentially need to put out public statements and apologies because that's kind of what I do it's one of the things I do uh it's which is reputation management so you can check that channel out as well I'll be back every week as always on the life of Cabri podcast thank you so much for sticking by me for subbing and the new subs welcome 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 I will see you in the next episode or you will hear me in the next one